Hi, I'm Jack. I'm Jill. And we're We're Bitter Bitter Almonds, an Irish true crime comedy podcast. If you're into serial killers, conspiracies, and crime, then come and take a deep dive with us as we sink into the depths of human depravity. Join us as we discuss the macabre. Divulging our darkest, most embarrassing secrets, of which there are many. many. And navigate the bleak landscape of 21st century dating so that you don't have to. Find us by searching Bitter Almonds on all your favorite podcast platforms. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye. Yo, and welcome to the latest edition of, you know, Robots for Eyes, <laughs> episode 134, is it? Yeah. Flipping How the fuck cow. have we done 134 episodes? I don't know, I mean, we're still going, you know. Like every Monday, I'm hanging on, I'm like, fuck, what's going to be coming this weekend? I don't know how we've done 134. No, it's actually more than that, because some of them we haven't been. Talking of hanging on, I've, I've been hanging on to a lot of shit today, I've been hanging on ladders and it's been windy and hot. And I've been hanging on to my fucking stomach because it's been <laughs> so dodgy today. Why curry last night? Um, no, no, I had um, chicken and couscous. Undercooked kitchen. kitchen. No, no, the, the chicken was okay. I thought, no, my stomach's just going... Yeah. You know, when you fart and you don't know if it's going to be poo or not. Follow through. Yeah, you see, yesterday... It was very polite. Yes, yesterday, yeah, yes, it was very when you, when, Shit. You know, when you drop your guts everywhere... Basically, and it comes out down your trouser leg, and you, the person who's footing your ladder, and you're going out, squeezing it out the bottom towards them, going, Don't have a bit of that. Drop a Twix on the red. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drop a Twix on the red. Yeah, um, so, but I had a, had a funny stomach yesterday, <laughs> right? But like today's just been different, different league, and it's even worse because you're 30 foot up a ladder as well, and you're like, you know, it's not a quick thing. You know what I mean? If you need to go to the toilet quickly. You have to do like a Laurel and Hardy. Hold the edge of the ladders and go all the yeah, way yeah, down. Yeah, that's it's like. <laughs> 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 or just, just have like a pouch where I can just open up with my arse yeah. and just squirt one out. Across to me, but like a nappy. I nearly, I nearly actually had a, a dump down the geezer side of his house because you I was that desperate. You've got to do what you got to do. And he wasn't, he didn't, wasn't in and he locked the door. So no shame in that, toilet. Mate. No shame yeah. in that. I managed to sort of hold it off. You know, it was, it was like being going through two around with Mike Tyson and you've been knocked down twice and you're trying to stay up for the third knockdown and you just about make it through. <laughs> Scraping through. Yeah, and that's what happened in the next round. It was game over. Well, that's the thing, mate, because when you when you need to... If you, that happened, how the hell are you going to wipe your ass? What are you going to do? Lose a sock? I've shot myself a few times at work. <laughs> I have, because they lock the doors and then when, you, when your stomach decides to go wrong... Yeah, and then. The, the first time was I actually went for a wee and I shot myself. Like, complete opposite to what I thought. Peanuts, you know what I mean? Did peanuts come out of it? Yeah, peanut butter uh, milk stout <laughs> come out my ass. <laughs> peanut butter milk stout? Let's give this a go. This is from uh, Big Dave Ale. Cheers, big, da- big Dave Ale? Big Dave Ale, yeah. Ale? Big d- oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go for this then. Let's try it. Sorry about that uh, bang then. It sounded like the end of the world. So this is, uh, yeah, a milk stout. What was it? Uh, it sounds five point eight percent. It's quite a lively drink, actually. Yeah, it's 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 it sounds like as a beer, it won't oh, be nice, but it's going to be, isn't it? Smell it. But it's going to be, isn't it? You just know. It smells a, a cross between the uh, going to the movies Ooh. and uh, a Snickers bar. Do you know what it does? It smells. Sorry, great, great listening here. <laughs> I'm going for it. It smell. It smells. It does smell a bit like popcorn, actually. 
You know, like the popcorn smell. You know when you when you open up the top part and it's you go. Danger, danger. Is it nice? Hang on, I haven't tried it yet. Hang oh on. my Hang god, on. this is incredible. <laughs> oh my god, it's like a chocolate bar. Dave, where'd you get these from? Oh, where the hell? Tailgate Brewery. Visit oh. the brewery. That's really nice. Mm, it's in Nashville, Tennessee, so probably not going to be able to... I like the picture as well. He's on like a back of a pickup truck and it's a cow and he looks like, to be honest, looks like it, fo- he looks like he's trying to have a wank rather than drink a bottle of whatever it is. Yeah, this is lovely. It's really nice, yeah. Thank you. Cheers, Dave. Cheers, Dave. Uh, yeah. Have you seen them guns there? there Do you know af- what? I haven't actually. There for after the break. Oh, r- bottle? <laughs> Craig Nixon sent them through. Oh, I'm liking it. Bottle cap guns. Oh, my. Um, do you know what? I'm loving what people send because it's, it's so random. Yeah. And and it's just great. It's, look at that. That's brilliant. So what we'll do is... When do you we know what? It's like a Ferrari, like something like Ferrari's made. It looks great. Looks good to hold in your hand. So Whoops. what it is, it's just a little bottle cap, right, gun. Stick the bottle cap in the bottom and then... Yeah! Fucking hell, man. It's got a power in that, isn't it? I know, yeah, thank God you didn't have anything. Otherwise, you would have actually took my eye I out. I specifically bought some beers... So we can shoot at each other. With bottles, yeah. So after the break, we can have we can a gunfight into these, yeah. A live gunfight. Yeah. Mate, um, yesterday, should we, yeah. Should we do like a Western thing, you know, when they, they go forward and do turn round? <laughs> yeah, we'll set Dave's cans up as targets. <laughs> ding, ding. Yeah. And whoever, yeah. hit, whoever misses gets the neck. Well, so we can either go cowboy or we can go redneck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, mate, yesterday, right, I was driving to work in the morning and I hit the same crow with my van twice how do you know it was the same one because it was dead in the road mate, it was like a scene from a hitchcock film no i was driving down you know the utc uh ultimate training center where it used to be in erdington ultimate train center it's training center mma place oh right i was gonna say you i, thought, see you, I mean, thought you meant like a train place i was thinking they call themselves that that's that's a bit bold isn't it coming <laughs> out of that with the ultimate train center we've got the best trains <laughs> no do you know that place you go down there yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. sort of like a dual car drive. it's got a, uh, like, i wouldn't say it's a central reservation but it's got yeah, the, it's the, on the corner it's got the grates down the center of the road mm-hmm. well i was going along um my own business and this crow come come round real low level and turned up the road and flew straight at the van and i fucking love crows man I feed them in the garden. and They're it, really clever, it, crows. Yeah, and it bounced off the van and went clonk, and I was like, oh my God, I felt so bad. I looked in the wing mirror, and it sort of tumbled to the floor. I mean, it went bunk as it hit it, and it just lay there, and his mate came down, right, just to pull at my heartstrings. I don't know whether it was his mate. <laughs> Why? Yeah. Why? Why have you done this? Whether, Why have you killed Johnny? Whether it was his girlfriend or his mom or you whatever. You killed Gary. And I was like, oh, <laughs> no. So I thought, I've got to, I'm going to have to go back. So I turned the van around immediately, as soon as I could, and went back down the road, because if he's, if he's half dead, I'm going to have to, you know, Knock him on the head or something. You're going to look like a complete psycho to the people standing there. You've hit it, and you're going to drive around, and we'll come back out and stamp on it. Mate, I, went, yeah, I turned around at the island. I came back up the road. It got up, because I'm on the opposite side of the road now, and it flew back to go where it came, and then hit my van again as I went past. I was like, are you taking oh, a piss? It went bunk. Off oh, the right. <laughs> oh, right. So you hit, you hit it twice on the same day. I, I hit, thought you meant two different days. No, no. I hit it, I, I hit it twice within a minute. Ah. I hit it going, that going like north and then... Did clobbered. you kill it the second time? No, it, it sort of got up and then flew into a tree. And I was like, that's... I don't know how. I don't know how you did it. I don't know how it flew. It's like, we've, like I was saying with Mike Tyson. He's been knocked down twice and he's just... <laughs> yeah. He's recovering for the next round tomorrow. Mate, it was, not the, it was like a Hitchcock film. It was terrible. I, I thought, God, that poor animal. I hated it. I've got, I've got, I'll say, a pet crow. A crow that I feed in the garden called Bruce. He comes down. Yeah. So I was wounded, mate, when he... 
I was like, oh no. Oh like, yeah, I hate killing animals. I, I had a <laughs> slug right on my windscreen mirror, windscreen um, wi- near the windscreen wipers, but on the glass. The windscreen. Uh, yes, the windscreen. <laughs> that's the one. I was looking, that's the word I'm looking for. The, the windscreen. You got, you got right. But um, and it, I, I, I was sitting there with with Ian, right, and I wasn't thinking because I'm fucking thick, right, and um. I was like, I need to give, oh, maybe give him some water. That'll help, right? So I pressed the <laughs> thing to give him water, and the fucking wipers come up as well, don't they? Yeah. And it just went, and squished him and just spread him everywhere. Oh, I was like, no. And Ian was pissing himself, obviously, by me. Just, and I was going, oh, no. Sad, isn't it? Yeah. You kill an animal. Remember, like, our granddad, he used to go around the garden in the morning with a mallet. You know, when it's cold and the Jews out and all the yeah. sugs, isn't it? He's going to mallet in them. The Jews? You used to mallet Jews? That's what I said. <laughs> what are you saying, yeah? The, um, I remember um, Gran used to go around stamping on her <coughs> snails. <laughs> she did, yeah? Savage? Yeah, just like, have that. Because they're, they're like going to eat at the food that we need to survive because we're from the war. Yeah. And there's no food. You're like, yeah, there's a paper and shop that, over uh, there. And man. that, like, f- three millimetre circle that you're going to eat is going to be ours, not yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's going to kill you. Shout out to Katie Tan because she's. Um, a, a oh, what's ta- her job, Gwen? She Well, she's clearly a, um, a tanning studio person. She may well be. She lost her job and then the place that made her redundant rehired her. She's in Hopefully for more cash. Fucking too right. Um, I, I think she's over in. Now, is it Newfoundland or is it Newfoundland? That's. I don't know how you pronounce is that, it. Is that in Australia or something? It's Canada. Canada. Sort of. Canada way, off the coast of Canada. I don't know. Well, good on you for getting your job back. Were you made? The re- question is: Was she made redundant and got a load of cash, and then, and or was she sort of like just laid off and then rehired? Because yeah. if it, it'd be a win-win situation if you were made redundant, you're given like a year's wages or whatever they give you, and then they go, "We actually want you back, and here's more money as well." Fucking damn right! Like, yeah, rolling in it, jackpot! <laughs> yeah. The competition, then, Robbo. Oh yes. So, um, uh, let me let me have a look at this uh, hat that we've got here. To two, pick two consecutive weeks. We're getting into the flow of it now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, are we going to um announce the prize? What we're oh, going to yeah. give as well? Yeah, of course, mate. This is your baby. The prize, the uh, the competition. So you do as you want. So we're kind of like randomly doing stuff. I mean, obviously, getting a v- um last week's winners getting a a uh, page. Not the whole fucking book, yeah. as you think, but no, a page from the vagina colouring book. It's actually called the cunt colouring book. Well, yes. I'm, I'm, do you know what? I'm being very, like, PC today. What are you doing? I don't know where it is. If that's been thrown away, I'm not very happy. No, it'll be around. Um, it will. No one's going to throw that one. <laughs> it shouldn't do. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, no one would. Um, you'd be sitting there looking at it for days. It's going, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll, we'll pick it. It's Matt Cockrell, that wasn't it last week? Yes. One. Yeah. We'll um, send you. A, we'll send you a page of the cunt colouring book. Yeah. Um. So, and then this week, basically, um, I'll tell the story as it goes. I was doing some drawing, uh, with my girlfriend's daughter, and uh, basically, uh, I do this quite regularly because it's part of like um, um, the craft thing that uh that she likes to do. She likes to do painting and drawing and stuff. And we did one on uh, Guy Fawkes, right? As you do, happy faces, you know, people sitting around a campfire. <laughs> Not mine. Mine looks very uh, suspicious, like um, like a really horrible murder. It basically. looks like, you know, like in a horror film when like there's a child at school does a drawing in like playgroup or kindergarten. Yeah, and they've they, been found out that like and then, years and they call the, the parents and there's some really disturbing pictures that your child's drawing. It's like that. <laughs> Daddy, like it's like a picture of a daddy with the foreign person who's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
That's Au pair. Daddy punching mummy. <laughs> yeah, 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 What's yeah. going on at home? You all right? So, so I did this drawing and it was quite disturbing. So I quite removed it off the table quite quickly. But um, basically, I'm thinking of giving away each week if I possibly can. Uh, Original art as well. Yeah, there we go. You know what I mean? It could be anything. It could be about a murderer. It could be, I don't know. Who knows? It could be a piece of poo on paper. Yeah, if you get, I tell you what, yeah, good. If you name a theme. Nancy will do it. You know, what it, whatever's the best one you can have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so we've got a picture basically as well as as well as stickers to give away this week. Yeah. So you know what you got to do. Yeah. And maybe maybe a page from the uh, vagina. I think everyone book. should have a cunt coloring book. Yeah, but it's going to run out though. It's not like mm. it's not an endless supply, is True, it? True. Yeah. There's not an infinite amount of vaginas in that book. No. There's Some only so many you can draw. Is, there's only so many you can draw, isn't there? Yeah. I mean, that's a thing. People draw it and then they can post it on the Facebook page. That would be brilliant. I'd like to see your artistic renditions maybe they, of the Maybe jays. they could do a pencil pencil sketch, <coughs> send it in to us, and then we could give those away as prizes to other people <laughs> as well. Yeah. When it's it a runs out. self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, yeah. It just keeps going. So you're going to, um, if you like last week, share the, uh, the post for the episode. And we all pick one at random. Yeah, hang on, hang on. Let's, uh, let's have a look in the uh, in the hat. Hang on, hang on. Let's have a stir around. I'm gonna give it a good stir. Hang on, give it a good stir. Give it a good stir. <laughs> Make it fair for the only these eight people who shared. <laughs> but let's do it. Come on, let's keep going. <laughs> As Rob's desperately looking through De- his phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Pretending it's all real. But yeah, it is. Hang on. Um, um, right, should we pull this one out then? So, <laughs> <laughs> does this sound all real to you? I know who it is. One, if you want me to say, go on, say it. Michael Hancock's. Michael Hancock's <laughs> is the winner this week. Uh, <laughs> that. Yeah, that's not the art piece that Rob's scribbling around. It's not. No, I wouldn't do that. It's not me. <laughs> all right then. <laughs> okay, so if you want to get us on social media, you know what to do. You know where we're at. Uh, I think we're going to crack into a peanut butter stout and then do an episode. Let's do it. Bosh. So this was suggested by Steve Paul, Stephen Paul. Um, Steve Paul? It was his birthday. Is, on that, the is that Sean Paul's brother? Probably. P- Steve Paul? P-O-O-L-E. So, no. Paul. Mm. It's like swimming pool, not sort Paul of. as in like Paul. Yeah. But it was his birthday on the 26th of June. He said, can you do this on my birthday? And I was like, yeah, man. And I think he like works on like nuclear submarines or some shit. So it's right up his alley, this this one is. And it's um, Sealand. Remember we spoke about it before? Um, and we did our outdoor podcast. Um, that's the bloke, isn't it? The one bloke who just went, like, swam across to the old abandoned thing and went, this is my land, Mate, this my is country. an insane, quirky story. It's cool, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's I wicked. I think, I, th- I think that was, I would have let him have it. I'd just, just put sanctions on him straight away, though. <laughs> well, just put boats there with guns and go, go on, em, you can't, you can't leave your land. That does not stop him, as you're going to find out as we get into this. Not even militaries, mate. Seriously, <laughs> man was a ledge. So seven miles off the coast of Essex, so it's just here in the UK, I was a small, teeny tiny micro nation called Sealand, 
It's like for real. Is it actually called Sealand yeah, as well? It's f- yeah, yeah, And it's seven miles off Essex. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's a full oh, it's on one of those people from Essex then who come a, over. It's a full on sovereign country with a total landmass of zero point zero zero four kilometers. Now I say landmass. There isn't actually any land because it's a. It's, it's built, it's a, isn't it? It's like yeah. a. Isn't it like an old? It's a platform in the ocean. Yeah, isn't it like an old rig, which is like yeah, it's sort like of, concrete yeah. rig thing. It's about six thousand square foot, so it's not very big at all. It's fucking good work to get that to there though and build that there. He didn't build it. No, I know he didn't. Obviously, but I mean, whoever done it in the first place is one tree mate. It holds the Guinness World Record for the smallest area claimed to be a nation. Okay, so it's not. It's just well, he I say claimed it, is, it. I say it is. Because it fits a lot of um, convention, uh, you know, uh, rulings and bullet points that they put out. It it it, it, it seems to be. It, it could be legit. It, it ticks the boxes basically to say this actually could be legit. And when he said, when this geezer done it right, he um to make it double legit, he went next level. He went he went right. I'm going to do everything that countries do. So it's got its own royal family. So Which know, was him. Yeah. Was Which, it just him who lived there? No, no, no. Te- so this technically means there's two royal families in the UK. You've got the Windsors in London. <laughs> and as you'll find out, you've got the Bates of Sealand. Is that what they're called, Bates? Yeah. So you've got past and present royal family members are His Royal Highness, Prince Roy, who is the founder. And Prince Mac- Roy? <laughs> the Mac Daddy of Sealand, right? The Mac Daddy? Uh, that should be like, you <laughs> know when you have like um Steve the Conqueror or whatever? Or, <laughs> <laughs> Steve mean, the Conqueror. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know what. The well, he should have called himself uh, Master of Sealand because his surname's Roy the Mac Daddy Master, <laughs> of Sealand. Well, you mean Master Bates, <laughs> wouldn't it? Master Bates, yeah, yeah. His wife, who is the stunning Princess Joan, obviously, yeah, and uh, their son, His Royal Highness Prince Michael, and he's he's top monarch now. He's got two children, Prince James and the incredibly good-looking Princess Charlotte. I hope you don't mind me saying that, Mom, because obviously she may listen. Mm-hmm. So Sealand has a, t- a total... Obviously po- she's going to listen, yeah. She may well do, mate. <laughs> she may well do. It's had a population. It's it's difficult to get this information. There's so many conflicting sources, but I think it's had around 50 people as citizens over the years. But I think there's only something like four permanent residents so now. So King Roy McDaddy took over, though. He bowled in with... I don't know, no guns, because there was no one there, I'm guessing, and went... You'll be surprised. And went, I'm having this. No, you're going to be surprised, mate. Um, yeah, so it's got, like, about 30 rooms. I think, think 22 people can actually live there. Okay. It's got the capacity for it. It's got permanent security as well, as you're mm. going to find out why. It's got its own government. It's got its own laws. Its own currency, Sealand dollars, and they've minted coins. What the fuck? Which is legal tender. It's got its own bank, its own constitution... Has its own stamp. This is mental. It's got a flag. Why well, well, are they going to buy it off his off his son? Go in and go. It's um, a hello, pr- Prince. Uh, what was his name? Prince Michael. Prince Michael. What can I can I buy name? some? I'll have br- some more respect. Thank you very much. Can I buy some bread, please? Mate, this is proper. This is so. It's got a national anthem as well. Yeah, which we're going <laughs> to play at the break. Lovely. And lovely. it's a belter. Is it? Yeah. It's got a chapel, a gym. It's got an armory of weapons. It's got prison facilities which have been used. Twice, so it has actually been used. Living quarters. It's, it's got. Like, it's like Britain's. Oh, sorry, Sealand's equivalent of uh, Guantanamo Bay. I can't even <laughs> say it. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah. It's got a helipad as well. Yeah. And uh, so its motto is "From the Sea, Freedom." So it literally is built military, isn't it? It's a mil- military built. That's what it's built for, basically. Yeah. Because it's got all, all the military stuff there, isn't it? Um. Well, it's got it rules. Had to be. Well, no, the rules he put in, they weren't there. It was yeah, just. But a it's platform. got helipads. It's got obviously as it would do. It's got. Yeah. Um. It's got like you say an armory. He so put that there. He put the armory there. Yeah. Fair play. 
<laughs> yeah, mate, he did these. What's he's in the there? man. Fucking, like, fucking swordfish. He took his own weapons. Where he the fuck built did he get co- from? He's I built suppose a country. He's got his own country. He can just go, I want to buy this from he the built, Saudis. Who are built, you? Yeah. I'm Sealand. I want a fucking F-16, you cunts. Have you got Harrier jump jets to land on this? <laughs> Harrier jump jet. Can I have four har- Harrier <laughs> jump jets? And you need a passport to enter. You can't just turn up. Okay. Um, you've got to go through customs and be searched for weapons. It's like a, you know, and drugs. It's like an actual proper airport. And they don't fuck about. And it will defend itself if push comes to shove. Is it still a country now? Yeah. Sealand right. has been invaded and overthrown and then reclaimed. So it's technically been at war, which is fucking insane. I, this story, I love it. I want to be a rep. I, I hope to God. It makes me want to buy a load of guns and get an army and just take over and go, King, No, 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 King, no, don't. King Rob the first. <laughs> you, mate, you won't get, mate, you're going to die if you do that. I want to be, be a resident. I hope that they listen. And we're like honorary. Oh come on. yeah, that'd be quite cool, wouldn't it? Prince come, Charlotte, come. if you're listening, Princess Charlotte, if you're listening. Yeah, if it's if it's you know if if we can, I, I wouldn't I won't invade. Like I said, I would do a second ago. It just sounds mental. But yeah, just give us like I want to know what your passports look like. Actually, I've seen them. They're brilliant. Are they? They've revoked them now, but we'll we'll see. Nah, they haven't revoked them. It's their own country still. They they haven't revoked all the pat. They've revoked most of them. We'll it's, we'll get into it later on. It'll How many passports are there? Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's basic. When you look at it, it's made up from two concrete columns coming out of the ocean. They go down under the surface of the water at about um, something like seven floors, and it's got a platform on top. Isn't that the weak point? Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Right, okay. This is fucking. This is Sealand. Can't be taken over, mate. Like it. Okay. This is brilliant. So there's, I, w- I thought, what's a fucking micronation for a start? So according to <laughs> according to Wikipedia, yeah, yeah, a micronation is a small entity that claims to be an independent nation or sovereign state, but is not recognised by world governments or major international organisations. Oh, right. So it's, it's like a tribe in a way. That's how I see it. I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, like you know, like tribes where they, they can't, they ain't got any power technically, but they get left to do what they want to do. Sort of. Yeah, yeah. As opposed to micro states, which are recognised, apparently, like the Vatican City. But it, this kind of yeah, gets but a that's bit, fucking like God Centre, apparently. Yeah, but it gets a bit confusing because, like, the Vatican in the Guinness Book of Records, the um, the Vatican City is re- is recognised as the world's smallest country, but. According to Wikipedia, it's saying it's a state. So it, it's a bit fucking weird. When you get down to this sort of size and area, I think it's kind of a bit up for grabs. Yeah, but the thing is, right, what's, where's this state shit come from? As in, like, is, is that from, is that an American thing? And, and I've it's got it along? all covered. <laughs> you know, the man knows the score. Go for it. So some examples of micronations or or attempt at uh, building micronations. Most of them are artificial because land isn't just out there abandoned. M- most usable land is, is you know is claimed. It doesn't just go you know unclaimed. Mm-hmm. Operation Atlantis was in the 1970s. It was a group of New Yorkers. They built a concrete hold ship called Freedom, which they sailed to the Caribbean and they intended to permanently anchor. I mean, you're gonna. You're going to pick somewhere to move it to. You might as well move it to the Caribbean. Yeah, yeah, Put it into international waters and then claim it as their own. But it didn't happen. They tried. The boat apparently sunk in a hurricane. But they right. did have a go. That, that sounds mega unlucky to me, that does. It sounds like a crap country if it could be sunk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you've got the Republic. There's loads. I'm not, I've only picked a few interesting ones. The Republic of Rose Island. Again, an artificial island built in 1968 off the coast of Italy in the Adriatic Sea by a dude called Giorgio Rosa. Now, it was meant to be 
a tourist attraction. That's what he was building under the guise. But I think he kind of, he thought, fuck it, I'll tell him it's yeah, a yeah, tourist attraction. Yeah, I'll say that. And then as soon as it's built and everyone's sort of gone back, I'm going to start to put the fucking guns up and go, yeah, ain't come in, it's mine. Yeah, that's what yeah, he did. Yeah, he went, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. this is a country now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Italian Navy was like, mm, nah, I don't think so. Uh, so they promptly invaded, <laughs> <laughs> took yeah, all yeah. the inhabitants off and then blew it up and sank it. <laughs> so that, I mean, they're not fucking about. No, but the thing is though, right, I'm, I'm not being funny, but if, if you had that plan, because we basically just said the plan, like we worked out his plan and we said it, you would think oh, I've got a slight problem here because I need a vast amount of weapons and people to help with the weapons instantly. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, this is going to happen, and it happened. Basically, it got sunk. I need to have the capacity to fight off a nation's Italy. military, <laughs> whole of Italy, and maybe their allies. Oh, then you've <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've, so. yeah, yeah. You've got the Republic of New Atlantis. Uh, this was an eight by thirty foot bamboo raft anchored eight miles off the coast of Jamaica. Right, its economy was based on stamps that honoured lots of like world renowned, respected people like Churchill and, and, and Lyndon Johnson. Right, it lasted two years. Fair oh, play, but it's a it's a it's a bamboo Didn't raft. Fall apart. Of course, it did. Its economy was based on stamps. It was like a stamp collecting country. Yeah. Just dealt, dealt with <laughs> Why not? It's a good hobby. It's crazy, I don't know about it? Economy, but using it as an economy. Mm, but yeah, he could have made it not a bamboo, you know, or had bamboo ready to replace the stuff as he went along. He could have had a maintenance team, come on. <laughs> you could have been, yeah, you you could, it could have been quite simple there. Yeah. A lot of buildings have a maintenance officer, you, you know, he could have gone around going, look, if we want this country to survive, we need bamboo. You're going to need lots <laughs> yeah, yeah. of bamboo. You would, shouldn't have just expanded it and kept yeah, getting yeah, bigger yeah, yeah. and bigger and yeah. bigger. And eventually it'd be as big as America. Yeah, just as ba- made out of bamboo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It must have been a rough old place to live in the in the ocean. Just Caribbean, sp- I suppose, yeah, it's pretty, pretty br- brutal. Yeah, it's pretty brutal, You're a raft it? and that's your country. You collect stamps. Are they waterproof? You're in the sea. You're not really giving this much thought, have you? No. So Sealand, let's go back to that, or Fort Ruff, as it used to be called. Fort Ruff. Yeah. It was built by the Royal Navy in 1943 during World War Two. Uh, as a gun platform to defend the shipping lanes from the Nazis. And they were out in the ocean. Makes sense. Blasting, like, you know, supply lines and military vessels. And they were also dropping um, mines out of aircraft. So this, this these, pla- there was, I think there was like five of these platforms. They were out there in total. They were called Mournsall platforms. Uh, most of them were built illegally in international waters. Fuck it. But it's World War Two. International waters doesn't that mean you can do anything anyway, not really? Not really. Uh, no, I don't think... I don't know. Uh, I don't think... But it's World War Two. No one's no going to one, really... Yeah. Do you know when they bring... You're building a gun platform in international waters illegally to defend yourself against the Nazis. Right, we're going to take you to court. Shut up. I mean, you know you what I mean? You're just going, yeah, you know, shove that court piece of paper. There's people arse. dying everywhere illegally. Let's just fucking... Let's get our heads together on this one. Um... It was the last of their worries. But yeah, it was it was manned. These platforms were manned until the mid-50s, and then they were all abandoned. I think they kept them manned because they thought, well, it might kick off again. Is it going to kick off? Waiting for everything to calm yeah, down. A decade later, they were like, nah, fuck it. Uh, Hitler, Hitler's son ain't getting in charge. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know if he had his son. I'm just saying that. And the platforms, after they abandoned, they were supposed to be destroyed as per international law. Why so many? But they weren't. And its location... Or the locations of the, uh, you know, a few of them, seven miles off the British coast is very important because it puts it just out of British territorial waters, meaning, unknown to most people, it was up for grabs when abandoned because the military didn't want anything to do with it. The government was like, fuck it, leave it to rot. Oh, so some, some clever geezer went, well, 
this is we can actually have this. Yeah. So from a legal point of view, Fort Ruff, as it was called at the time, is a extra national territory in international waters. Okay. So okay, so there's a platform there. How did it get occupied? An extra national meaning it was just built and yeah, it, it it used to be something, but it's extra because it's there. It's just it's a not fucking really platform. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. like, don't really, well, you know, just leave it, whatever. But shit going to the grocery should store though. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. Go love, I'm just gonna pop out for milk. It would probably take you about four days. Mate, I seen I saw clips on YouTube of um, I think it was uh, Prince James and the ruler Prince Michael coming back to the platform on a speedboat with a flat screen LG TV getting winched up on board. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "Yes, boys!" It, it, sound, it sounds like something like, um, "What is it like? A, my big fat gypsy wedding or something?" <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it came into being um, in the 1960s because, like. Pirate radio stations, apparently in the 1960s, were mega popular as broadcast costs came down and uh, technology became more available. Radio stations at the time, it's crazy that it comes from pirate radio stations, mm-hmm. <laughs> all this comes from, a, yeah. but radio stations at the time were apparently like boring BBC, stiff up a little yeah, bollocks. Yeah, used to sit a lot of them off the coast of like Luxembourg and all sorts of shit like that, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, radio, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Radio was one of the biggest sources of um, of media consumption back then. That's where we get the massive rebel, Tony Blackburn, you know, your biggest rebel ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's not like most, he would not want to be in a pub with Was he a pirate radio he's, he's like He's like Alan Partridge, if don't, no one knows him. He's yeah, basically, he's, is Alan. I reckon Alan Partridge is based on him a bit, you know. It probably is, mate. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I'd say that's a good connection, actually. Yeah. I honestly, honestly would say that. Uh, so, like, um, people back then, they started to clock on that, like, wow, there's these platforms out there. We could make our own radio station if we wanted to, you know what I mean? They're there. To, no one's there. Um, it's No one can say we're trespassing because it's not anyone's land anymore. Yeah, exactly. And, and pirate radio is worth something like £2 million a year back in the 60s. So it doesn't sound like... I mean, it sounds like a fucking lot, but it's not... In the 60s, £2 million quid is more like fucking probably 20 or something, isn't it? I don't know what inflation's done, but it's worth a lot more. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, the thing was, though, you could get like quite badly prosecuted for broadcasting legally in the UK. So the pirate stations started moving out and looking for loopholes in the law that mm-hmm. would allow them to, to essentially broadcast close to home, but shelter, be sheltered from prop- prosecution, if you see what I mean. Yeah, yeah. And this is where enter the offshore platforms. Um Crucially, in international waters, seven miles off the coast. Perfect for broadcasting. You can still pick up the transmissions on the mainland. Mm, They're not far okay. away. <clears throat> One of these pirate radio stations was called Wonderful Radio London, which sounds gash. I can't imagine. It, Wonderful Radio London. It's the worst name ever. The, f- the first thing which came into my head then was someone walking in rain and listening to, so, to basically someone being well over the top. Yeah, hello guys, welcome to w- wonderful Radio London or whatever it's called. <laughs> I don't fucking know. And we've got um, I don't know, Lady Gaga. <laughs> that kind of shit. So this was in 1965. A dude called Jack Moore boarded and sort of, I suppose, commandeered the uh, the empty, abandoned Fort Ruff platform, and he began living there, broadcasting his pirate radio. And it's not look. These are hard places to live. They're not luxury. It's no, a rusty well, old no, gun platform well, yeah, it's, a, it's a military place and it's seven miles away from anything, so you've got to take some good supplies. But you were acting inside the law. You weren't breaking it. No, no. Because you were outside of the UK. And you weren't doing it in the UK, no, essentially. No. It's not owned by the UK. You could broadcast to the UK 
legally, I suppose, but it's they're not they weren't happy you about it. Can't touch it because you're in international yeah, yeah, waters. Yeah, because you're in international waters. So, so I guess the word started to get out in the sort of you know the pirate radio community that platforms were they did it on boats, but they were <laughs> broadcasting from British territory waters. Mm-hmm. So these platforms are great. So um, I mean, like the platforms were sort of like a prime target for these fellas. You, once the word got out, they were like, if we can get these platforms. And I mean, this one, obviously, it had, uh, you know, the team from Wonderful Radio London. They're on board. But if you could get Wonderful rid of Wonderful Radio, come on. You could have thought of a better name than that. If you could get them off the platform, if you could fuck them off, you've got yourself a broadcasting station. Yeah. station. So a year later, it's in 1966. And it will have all the gear because it's radio. Well, just military. if you need yeah, it. But, but yeah, it's going to have military radio stuff oh, as no, well. No, no that, it, that it didn't. It, okay, was, right. it was just they were. It was stripped and abandoned. You have right. to take your own. Okay. But so a year later, in 1966, there was an ex-major uh, in the British Armory uh, and uh, also a pirate radio broadcast. It was called Paddy Roy Bates. Right. He ran Radio Essex, and he was like, "I see the fucking loophole. I bet I can take that platform and broadcast my pumping tunes from out in the ocean." And he thought, "Well, I could just get rid of." Wonderful Radio London. They're not going to... I mean, I'm an army dude. I'll just fuck them off into the sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just go there with a knife and... Scare them off. Yeah, yeah. He'd previously ran a radio station from another platform, but he was shooed off that because of the law and whatever. It was in the radius and all that, yeah, yeah. So on Christmas Eve 1966, he took control and occupied the platform, essentially by force. And Wonderful Radio London actually tried to retake the platform after he kicked him off, but he fought him off with air rifles and homemade like, bombs. <laughs> air rifles? Yeah. I know, yeah, man, hardcore. Has he got those paper, you know those paper things which make a noise when you throw them on the phone? Yeah. <laughs> you throw them at them, get away! <laughs> Guns. Yeah, like, like little. Yeah, what was it? What were they? they were like, like snaps in those. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. You used to do it for <laughs> pranks. Yeah. Get away! <laughs> it's my land. Yeah, it's mad. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, there was like a Marine Broadcasting Offence Act came into force in 1967, which made it illegal for him to broadcast from the platform. And he was like, "Fuck, okay, I can't, I can't do my station anymore." But not being beat down, he was like, "Hmm, I've come up with a better idea." So after a year of living there, he spoke to his lawyers. And on the 2nd of September, Did he have his own solicitors there? Yeah, he? yeah, yeah, yeah. And on the 2nd of uh, 1967, he basically declared Sealand a sovereign country, raised his own flag that he designed, and gave himself the title of Prince Roy and his wife the title of uh, Princess Joan of Sealand, which is fucking mint, man. So legally, international law said, yep, you, you can, can do, do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know, you've, you've ticked all the boxes. Well done. You've got your own land, your your own country. You took a, an abandoned territory in international waters, and nobody stopped you. And he knew that that's pretty much exactly what the UK did, mm. like amassing their empire back in the day. And he was like, "Fuck it, come at me. If you don't like it, come at me. Then yeah, bring yeah, it yeah. on, bring it on." So they did. <laughs> the UK. So ba- so once he basically declared it was his country. The UK went, and we're not having that. Yeah. Basically. Soon, yeah. soon He should have just not declared it and just kept it like it was. It wouldn't have meant anything then. Yeah, yeah I suppose. You want a country? You have to have the... It has to be a country. Because they didn't like... The UK government didn't like the idea of what they thought. It'd be like a mini Cuba popping up on the... <laughs> well, like, well, like, yeah, okay, like communism's going to kick it. Well, it's just a small it's island you can't do anything about. Yeah. And they were like, what if the word gets out and there'd be loads of micronations or start popping up around the coast? Like, you know, you can imagine... Oh, yeah, yeah. You can imagine a, like a scenario where... It's like where the council, that is, isn't it? You know, when you, if you want to build something and it's like like four inches bit t- taller, <laughs> like, no, you can't do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you say... If they say yes to that, then everyone else will build it four inches taller. It couldn't go out of hand because you could imagine a scenario where... 
loads of pikeys start floating out boats made of pallets into the ocean Built, yeah, and yeah. then claiming them as sovereign country like, this, is pa- this is pikey land imagine the mini wars between them It'd be fucking brilliant wouldn't it scrap metal selling dealing international Going pikey wars around the outside of the UK scrap metal <laughs> deals yeah yeah I'll give you I'll give you a load of car bonnets you can give me some copper so so like fearing this the UK sent the military out to just basically destroy all the platforms um, and because they were relatively close to each other and the others were unoccupied the Bates family on sea land could see the military blowing up the platforms mm-hmm. and they came in like the navy got sa- like sailed in really really close to sea land uh, knowing for well that they're obviously yeah, yeah. kind of like indicating as, as soon as sea land is unoccupied we're going to blow this fucker As soon as you up. go to get food or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, we're going to have to keep it manned now forever then. They, they buzzed it with attack helicopters. Navy vessels sailed in really, really close, pointing weapons at them. They were trying to intimidate Prince Roy, but you can't scare him. Um, his Royal Highness, Prince Roy, was a crazy maverick. Because they were doing this, he fired warning shots at the Royal Navy warships and Marines, telling them to back the fuck off. This is my country. You're getting too close, which is fucking insane, mate. He was literally <laughs> by himself picking a fight with the military. Yeah, yeah right. But it worked. They back- it? Yeah, they backed off, man, because he was shooting at them. They were like, okay, we'll back off. I suppose, I suppose as he's claimed it as that, um, it's and it's still running as that now, isn't it? I'm mm-hmm. guessing. It would look like the UK invading an innocent country. That's well, what they, it would look like. They, this, they didn't think it was a country. The only reason why they didn't yeah, blow but it what up. What I mean is because it was cl- clinically, clinically. That do. Yeah, a country <laughs> now. Then other countries were going on. Your second, a second. You've just invaded an innocent country, which has just appeared. But at the time, no one gave a shit. It was just a few dudes yeah, on yeah. a platform, right? But they backed off and they gave it sort of, you know. I say the same Snickers. They, yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> they just moved away because they're like, oh, fucking hell, we're in a warship. We could just vaporise their platform. That dude's shooting us. Fuck it. But because he'd, he'd shot, because His Royal Highness Prince Roy had shot at the UK military, he got in a bit of Barney rubble and he was summoned to face trial in the UK on firearms charges, which is understandably. Hmm. The UK was like, look, mate, you've got illegal weapons and you're shooting at military vessels, you mad cunt. Stop it. Now, this is where <laughs> it gets interesting. Is that the exact words for Pretty me? much, yeah, pretty right, much. Right, I think yeah. I might have said bruv at the end. Yeah, and right, then okay. With their fingers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but in court, right, um, Prince Roy, he was like, look, man, Fuck you. This didn't even happen in the UK. This happened at Sealand in another country altogether. We should be taking you to court. In fact, why the fuck am I even here? You approach me. And you know what the judge said? The judge was like, judge was like you're right. You know what? We have no... You're right, mate. We've got no... The UK has no jurisdiction of your nation. The shooting didn't happen here in the UK. Your territory is in international so borders. there's no law for us here, yeah? You're free to go. If essentially they were recognising Sealand as a country and the shooting as an international incident. <laughs> well, I want to know what do we do? We know what you shot with? Was it was it the pellet gun? No, he was shooting actually with like bolt action rifles. Oh and right, okay. And okay. Giving it full bore. I was, I was hoping he was doing with the air rifle. Just, just, <laughs> just I destroyed the whole military. <laughs> just just bouncing off the yeah. whole of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so fucking yes, Roy. He walked out so of court with this giant bollocks swinging between his yeah, legs. He was yeah, like, yeah. yeah, I told you. I told you. Yeah, they come to me this year, yeah. So it's proper gangster, that. Yeah, yeah. So some people are claiming that Sealand isn't a country due to other nations refusing to recognise it. But the U- the, the government of Sealand totally disagree with that because they, also, they always refer back to like, the UK's court system 
was like, you know, yeah, it's a nation because of the shooting incident. So there's one example of a country recognising it mm-hmm. and letting him go. And as you'll see, there was another incident where the um, the German nation recognised them too. The so German Germans said that they were a country. Oh, Real. yeah. Good yeah. work. They tried it on. Didn't like work out for them. So apparently, a country, if a country recognises you as a country, then you're a country. Right, okay. So that incident was a proper proper recognition when that judge said yeah man it's your territory we can't do fuck all it was an international war you're free to go yeah 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 really we should be being tried in your court for attacking you're right actually yeah yeah it's fucking crazy isn't it it's brilliant why didn't he do it he should have have took him and gone I want I don't know everyone to die in millions of pounds this was the fledgling stage of Sealand right is this what fucked him up no no, Sealand never got fucked up mate it's still there Sealand is I'm going to go Sealand one day I'm telling you Can, can you go of course you can. Just got to take your passport with you. I like it. You can see it from the coast. I bet you get a lot of money actually from it. But he's got his own currency. Do I want to know how much his currency is then. It's pegged to the US dollar. Oh, so it's US price basically. It's it's a dollar, but it's called Sealand, and yeah. his coins are minted with his gut, with his um, wife's face on his keeper. <laughs> Brill. He's got stamps, mate. It's fucking brilliant. I like it. I like it. It's ace, mate. Do you want to hear the national anthem? Yeah. Should we play it now? Yeah, let's do it. How good is that anthem? That's fucking awesome. I mean, <laughs> if, if you see it, there's a video as well attached to the one on YouTube. I'm guessing there's probably a few, but different videos. But it, it, the man looks like he's taking the mick. He clearly isn't, obviously, because he's got his own thing Country, going. Man. But yeah, yeah, it's brilliant. I mean, the brooms. I mean, they're very royal. If you look at them, I mean, you would not tell the difference between the Queen's bedroom, for say, and his bedroom, or <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, the yeah. Queen's. Um, uh, um, I don't know, gym, <laughs> even even though she probably won't have one. Or her toilet. Yes. And, uh, you know, you would not be able to tell. I've lost I've lost a weapon. You've lost a weapon? Yeah. We're well, gonna there's one there. No, we had a grey one as well. Where have you put that? I don't know. It's an, uh, well. That's all right. Do that one. Okay. So what we got... Um, <laughs> I'm guessing, I, I reckon you've put it in the kitchen. No, oh, whatever. We'll just use this. <coughs> we'll yeah. use the one. Okay. So here's the shooters, man. Right, okay. The so bottle cap guns. Let's try him, man. So, which now do we put? You got to lo- you gotta load it first. Hang on, hang on. You got to pull that. Oh, I fucked it up already. Mm. No, you, you, <laughs> you take the right. see the top bit. Ah, put that load that back. Yes. I got you now. I right. got you. 
Here's the. Uh, here you go. Aim at. Oh, here we are. Here it is. Christ. I feel like James Bond. Nick, try and shoot that can then. Oh, nearly got it. Do you know what? I just had to aim a bit higher. Oh, yeah. Good noise. Have another go at that. It's probably dented it. It has? Bastard. I'm going over that. Right, hang on. Have a go. Oh, I've done it again. <laughs> Do you know what? I'd be very shit at taking over SeaWorld, wouldn't I? I'd be walking in with... SeaWorld? Sealand. <laughs> SeaWorld. Sealand. SeaWorld's got orcas. <laughs> I'd still be shit at that, wouldn't I? I'd be walking in with with guns which aren't loaded. Going, oh, shit, hang on. Hang on. Uh, what? Oh, no, Rob. I broke it. Hang on. No, I haven't. Oh, I'm not I'm not weapon intoriated, am I? Jesus good, Christ! Quite powerful. Yeah. I'm gonna shoot. He's quite. Would you like your own country? Would It'd you have f- it? Um, mm, too much hassle. Too, you reckon? Yeah. It depends where it was. I mean, you know what I mean? It's, you're seven miles out in the sea, and you've got to fucking travel seven miles to go back and get a piece of bread, basically. Well, you do. There's the infrastructure's not there to. Uh, yeah, you, you don't know. have shops, do you? <laughs> no. You can't. You can't do your own. Make your own bread there. That, well, you can, but they've got one street there. Postal address. It's called the Row. Okay, fair enough. Cool. So th- you can send letters to him. Fire in the hole! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these are wicked. So Cap guns. Cheers, Craig. Yeah, cheers, Craig. These are rock and... You are the man. Rockety roll. I'm going to do it! I'm going to do it! I'm going to cut the paint! So this got me thinking, right? Why Why are, you know, the billionaire private islands? Are they countries? Isn't there one near Portsmouth or something, which is like like a thousand pound a night? You can stay in it. It's like a hotel. Well, but I mean, I mean, like you know, like um, if if Richard Branson or whoever, one of these crazy Elon Musk type fellas that have just got so much money, if they buy an island, that's not their own country. No, because they're buying the island. It's it's still got laws. Yeah, it's part. What it is is that the um, you can buy it. You can buy a patch of land. That's fine. But the the country that it, the government who owns it, the country that owns it, won't surrender the sovereign status of the land over to you. Right. Okay. But, you, but it's not. So it's not a nation. But that's why Sealand is special because it's in international waters. No fucker could lay claim to it. Okay. So if you lay claim to it, it's a country, and I'm with Sealand. Yeah. Do you know what? F- fair play to him. From that video, it sort of made me think. Yeah. Do you know what? The man had a good plan, and it worked. <laughs> it certainly did. So I did a bit of like research into what actually constitutes as a country, and there was a convention called the Montevideo Convention in 1933 in Uruguay, and it was a it was a convention held on the theory of statehood and what constitutes a nation. And there's loads of boring international law we could go through. But if you consider that the requirements set up by the convention itself that need to be met by a territory in order to be regarded as an independent nation, it qualifies. The first points that they state are this. You have to have a population. Okay. Which it does. Yeah, you just got to... Can you have a population of one, surely? Yeah. If you wanted to. It has to have a territory... Yeah, well, it's not in in UK land. It's free. It's got no. It is its yeah, territory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to have a government. You can make that up as you go. And it has to have the capacity to have international relations, which it did during the shootout with the UK military. Oh right, yeah, because they turned up. Obviously, the relations is obviously get the fuck off my land. I'm shooting you to your fuck off and come to court. And that's a relation there because you've 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 
spoke to him. And well, it was come to court yeah. as well. And in court, they discussed it, and the judge ruled in Sealand's favour. Nice. So, I mean, because so it's it, it's got more it got more recognition. So obviously the UK were like, yeah, all right, you're a, you're a cunt. Or that judge. I bet the fucking court system were like, you're sacked. Yeah, I bet you they were well pissed off with that judge. Yeah, <laughs> but I bet you that the UK were fucking, if it was Theresa May's time, it would have been, fuck off. Yeah, you need to die in a you car crash. You fuck this up big time, you have. You could have just, you should have just gone, no, lock him up now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you shot at our, our military. Prison. Yeah, there should be like a rule, shouldn't there, where they go, we know what everyone else, um, you know, internationally would say, but as he's in the UK now, let's just fucking nip it in the bud. <laughs> yeah, it would have, yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> let's fucking put a stop yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, in other words, fucking lock him away. So more recognition came Sealand's way after it was invaded and taken over by German and Dutch mercenaries what? in 1978 during the Battle of Sealand, which led to another international incident. Oh, right. Okay, so so, so uh, Germany went, we're having a bit of this. Well, it's crazy, mate. There's a few versions of how this went down do you, do you on the web. Do in their blood? <laughs> There's a few versions how it went down, but I, I think the final, the finer details of, yeah. of the battle are possibly state secrets and Sealand right, keeping okay. them to, uh, you know, cl- the cars close to their well, chest. Yeah, well, you would do if it's your own government. Just get, well, I don't, know. I don't want to tell anyone. Not a liberty to say. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a <laughs> yeah. national secret, mate. Yeah. Sorry. So essentially, a, a German dude called Alexander Ackenbach, he'd been in negotiations with His Royal Highness Prince Roy about potentially buying sea land and turning into a offshore luxury hotel and casino with its own tax laws. Okay, so it's okay. So so obviously King Roy was thinking mm, let's see what the offer is. Let's see. You know what I mean? He could be multi-million off his mind here. Well, Ackenbach waited till his royal highness prince Roy was out of the country. He was he was at the he was on the UK mainland trying to negotiate the deal with Ackenbach's lawyers. Well, he was actually going to sell it then. Yeah, Ackenbach had lured him away from Sealand as part of the coup attempt. It was all part of the plan. This was right. Okay. So with Prince Roy on the mainland, Ackenbach knew the only solitary person defending the platform, the country, was Prince Roy's son, Prince Michael. So along with his lawyer, Gernard Putz who had, by the way, a Sealand passport, so he was a citizen, Alexander stormed Sealand. Oh, so it was all, all planned, proper then. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he oh, obviously yeah. would, would kill your own citizen, obviously. Well, mate, he, steamed, he stormed Sealand with a team of mercenaries and businessmen using jet skis, speedboats and helicopter. So proper... Fu- they abseiled down ropes and took total control. So according to international law, this was a full-on invasion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. S- serious shit. Yeah, yeah. This is, this is a war. They had weapons too, automatic rifles, shotguns, handguns. They weren't playing games. They took Prince Michael hostage and locked him up in Sealand's prison for three days. They declared a coup and that the country had fallen. Alexander Ackenberg then claimed that he was the Prime Minister, even though no election had taken place, so he took all the power. So this is, I mean... Ah, that's where he failed. He should have said, I'm king. That's what he should have said. I don't know what he was trying to do, mate. Um... Eventually, after the three days, Prince Michael was fr- flown out of Sealand and taken to Holland. I don't know why he was—he was just dropped off in Holland. He quickly like regrouped and then flew back to the UK. Um, there was a lot of talk about German commandos arriving 
to sort of you know reinforce the uh, you know the, the platform. Had a big plan, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, uh, so his dad and ruler of Sealand, his royal highness, Prince Roy, he was like, fuck that. I'm having this back, yeah. There, there's no fucking... There's, they're not doing that. Yeah, there's yeah. no way. Yeah. Watch the, us. The, the dirty bastards took me out of the country to talk about a deal. I'm doing that with my finger, two fingers going up and down, as in, like, in other words, I had the... Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Bullshit thing. He did yeah. a switcheroo on him. So, uh, yeah, so... He, with, his, with Prince Michael and... Um, <laughs> it's crazy, mate. A group of... Uh, Sealand citizens who were ex-army mates, essentially. Right. They immediately flew back into Sealand in a crazy dawn raid on a helicopter piloted by a James Bond stuntman. They abseiled down a hundred foot ropes onto the platform and assaulted it from the sky with weapons. That they he basically essentially, essentially, he'd bought his own his Sealand's army. He, he, he was furious. He yeah. went, "I've got my country's been taken. I'm getting my country back." <laughs> yeah. And he went, "Dave, Pat, Roy from the army." You're members of Sealand. Yeah, I will give you citizenship. We're going to take my fucking country back. Yeah, I know. I know a James Bond film helicopter stunt pilot. That'll do. Yeah, just get him in. You know so what I mean? Just to make make it look a bit more it's extreme. fucking bananas, isn't it? Yeah. So people were sitting there watching the fucking TV one day, and this was happening in the sea. Yeah, yeah. This is fuck. What? Yeah. As they touched down, apparently the mercenaries came running out from below the deck and they weren't expecting to see a group of armed men yeah, sailing yeah. down ropes just going yeah. down onto the deck with fucking guns uh, Prince Michael actually said that a fight broke out and uh, you can see it in, the, in some of the documentaries he said it with a glint in his eye he said yeah we got amongst them so he <laughs> in other words they got done over yeah they did mate yeah. it, you, in um, like some of the footage you can see they got the mercenaries out on deck and they've got like split lips and shit. They fucking filled them in when they got there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, man. A yeah, gunfight yeah. could have broke out. Yeah, man. yeah. It could have quite easily because, like you said, if they're armed and military, they could have just gone, you know what I mean? Or ex military, German military. They could have had weapons. They could be shooting them while they're coming down. So. And it, and it would have been a legit. And vice versa as well. They could be shooting out of them as well. So. It, it sounds insane, but like, it basically meant that Germany was like invading a country. <laughs> that's. that's doesn't sound strange you know I mean? to me. Can you imagine, like, could you imagine, like, the, the German government going, "What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Co- we've well, invaded." Techni- technically, yeah, because there's a citizen doing it from Germany. Yeah. So, so I bet you they were like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> it's nuts, mate. So once power had been restored to the Bates family, Prince Roy held the mercenaries as prisoners of war, and he charged the lawyer with treason because he was a citizen. He had a passport. He sentenced him to life in prison in one of Sealand's cells, and he refused to release him unless he paid a twenty-five thousand pound release fee. But that was £25,000 back then, so it's a hell of a lot more. It's not so too bad, actually. That's it's good. like over hundred grand. It's still a lot of money, obviously, but like, still, um, you know, it's not a bad fee. If you, prison for life or, say, hundred grand, you know, if you can maybe get it from other sources from somewhere to pay to get out, then it might be worth doing it. Otherwise, you're going to write in a, a prison in the sea. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an international incident, yeah, again, yeah. and because of this, the German government asked the UK... Like, we need some help, boys, to get our citizen release. And you know what the uh, UK said? The UK went, not part of us. It's nothing to do with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, yeah. Not I was waiting wait for that then. I was waiting for that. It's not part of us. You've got, you got to speak to Sealand. You've got to speak to Prince Roy, mate. Yeah, yeah. Do this, mate. Yeah, Which is to... more confirmation. Yeah, because cause then, cause then when they got the German government going, we want our citizen back, and they go, no, nah, 25 grand. <laughs> yeah. Call that 250 grand now. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so in a crazy, bizarre twist, yeah. all this played in <laughs> Sealand's favour because Germany, the home of the lawyer being held in prison, 
they had no choice but to send an actual German diplomat out to Sealand to negotiate his release. Right. So the German diplomatic visit was essentially an international meeting with Sealand's yeah, government. Yeah, the diplomat was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is further recognition. And, mate, the diplomat had to go through passport control and customs. Yeah, on bet, the yeah, bet they gave him a right fucking, like, bit, like taking the piece, like, right, we're going to have to check your asshole <laughs> <laughs> to get the gloves on. <laughs> yeah. went, once he was f- sworn into the country and you know, his passport, he had to enter official negotiations with Sealand's government to get the, to get their man released. And uh, His Royal Highness Prince Roy held the lawyer for three weeks right and apparently he made him do the washing up and the cooking brilliant <laughs> <laughs> of it it still makes me makes me laugh even more cuz it's like it's like the an ultimate piss take like come on mate look look we know the score really you're not really into a rest you are but you're not yeah fuck it mate you're you, trying to you're going to fucking make our fucking dinner and stuff we're happy you're right pot, <laughs> yeah yeah pot we're english look we're english just if you make a dinner <laughs> and do a bit of washing You'll get on with us, all right? You, you, <laughs> but you ain't leaving until, you know, until the, something's sorted. Until the German diplomat <laughs> arrives. <laughs> this is fucking Brill. crazy. Brill. They're like, man, what the fuck's going on? Yeah, you yeah. invaded, mate. Yeah, Do you yeah. know what I mean? You declared yourself prime minister and we retook what ours was ours, man. Yeah, yeah. That's it's it. It's fucking yeah. crazy, mate. So they ended up getting it resolved and... Uh, <laughs> up, mate, but when the German ringleader, the uh, Alexander Ackenbach, when he got back to Germany, because he declared himself prime minister of a nation... Obviously, he wasn't... Part of that nation, then no, I'm guessing, he, because he was he he's, he took essentially took over Sealand in a coup. When he got back um, to Germany, he he um he set up a government in exile called the Sealand Rebel Government, and they've got a website to this to this day, and they claim to be in power. Oh, of Sealand, even though he's not there. Yeah, well, I, I did. It's, it's well hectic. A government in exile is a political group that claims to be a country's legitimate government, but as, is unable to exercise legal power and instead resides in another state or foreign country. Okay, so they're in it's another country going, that's mine. He's playing that card. Basically that shit. I might do that. I'm going to claim Germany is mine. <laughs> yeah, mate, that's gotta, mine. That's mine. You've got to take it over first. Fine, I'll give it a go tomorrow. <laughs> I'll see you tomorrow, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it, I mean, yeah, it's... it's, it's that's it's, an epic war. Isn't it? it was a war. Yeah, well, yeah. It was a bit like... Uh, do you know what? I like this. It's like, it's like you know, when you've seen the movies when they both stand there with the guns against each other and they go, check the weapons down. Check your weapons down. Let's fight to the death. It's like <laughs> that, isn't it? Yeah. That's what it was like, wasn't it, in the end? I just, I, like, I just love the idea in my mind of seeing these dudes coming in on a fucking helicopter with a James Bond stunt pilot, abseiling down ropes, and then just fucking having a fist fight. Basically, yeah, yeah, platform yeah, 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 in the yeah, ocean. Yeah. They're going, this is Sealand, they're decking them, man. They're with, with hands on their heads. They look like people in, like, ISIS have captured yeah, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Maybe, there, maybe you should have shot them. Uh, he could have done. He could obviously. He exercised. He exercised uh, mercy on them. If yeah, he did, so th- I mean, pfft. would that count? That would that allow Germany to invade? Them Germany then? would have just probably just dropped one daisy cutter on. Yeah, them that's what I mean. <laughs> would, it mean would it mean? Would it mean they'd be allowed to because? Yeah, they ki- he killed a German citizen, or would it be a case of no? Technically, they're not allowed to because he they invaded and he killed the invaders in a way. It's like I a don't ma- know. It's like a mad piss take because it didn't it's, actually resort to mad it's, crazy violence. He was able to like he had power leverage there because nobody was getting fucked up. It's it's like an international like loophole to everything. It's just like what the fuck? No yeah. one knows what's going on. Just, just call it Neverland. Just fucking have it. I don't even know. If he gets took over, it gets took over. <laughs> you can have it back if you want to fight it back. I don't. Know. I don't fucking know. Well, you want you want him to do your dinner and, <laughs> and do your washing as a prison sentence? Fine. 
So in a, in a 1987, the UK um, got a bit cunty. Because they extended their territorial waters out to 12 miles, <gasps> swallowing Sealand, uh, like trying to basically say it belonged to the crown. And Sealand was like, Psh, You can't do that. Come at me, bro. Yeah. Do it. And the UK backed off. They they? Were like, mm, yeah. So they've left, there's like a little spark, spark, spot in the ocean, which is still Sealand. Yeah. Yeah. Because they just backed off. I think it was because because Sealand doesn't have it's any invading another country though, isn't it? So it looks bad, especially uh, yeah. the, the later you get now. Like these days, you can't just walk in and go, "We're having this." Why? Because we it's in touch the water. They go, "You can't do that." Yeah, it's it's like they're just letting it. I think it's because they and don't. Then, have and they'll come up with the classic. What about the children? <laughs> and then once once they say that, that's that's it. Then <laughs> everyone's like, "Oh, we've got to protect them." There was zero threat to the UK, essentially. Well, I mean, you, you're not going to attack the, us. Just, yeah. The Let Queen was like, look, man, one's toilet is bigger than your nation. You know, yeah, and yeah. Was she, she's just gone, do you know what? Let that arsehole, right, who's done this, he's found the loophole, fair play to him. Right, let that arsehole just keep it. You know, no one else is going to do it because they're not arseholes. No, he wasn't an arsehole. He was a, a hero, mate. He's a legend. I don't mean that as a bad way. I <laughs> mean, like, he got... I mean, to the Queen, he's an arsehole. Yeah. That's what I mean, because he's done this. And to us, normal He's folk, a legend. He's a fucking I'd like to have man. a few beers with him and talk yeah. about Sealand and, like, their future uh, plans. There was a, a serious fire on board in um, <gasps> 2006, which meant the country was uninhabited for a very short period of time. But it's back to full glory, I think, within the year. And there was some sad news have to report the sad news. Unfortunately, His Royal Highness Prince Roy unfortunately passed away aged, I think it was 91, on the 9th of October 2012. And his wife, Princess Joan, she died shortly after, which meant Prince Michael was the next in um, in the bloodline. And right. he is the current ruler at present. All hail King, King Prince, Prince Michael. Prince Michael, yes. The man, the legend. The, the legend. Getting his flat screen TV on, on a winch off a boat. Yeah, and like any modern aspiring country, Sealand moves with the times, and it uses its unique location to attract investment. And it set up a company. I think it was Sealand that set it up, or maybe partly something called Haven Co. Um, and which have gone in and out of of, of business. Essentially, it, Sealand was was acting like a a, a digital data haven. Um, they've got server stacks available for hire, mm. and the data stored in Sealand is exempt from UK data laws, as you'd expect. Thus, the prying eyes oh, so of other governments. So dodgy things can happen, in other words. I don't know. It's dodgy. Or good things. Yeah, yeah. Free Good things. Yeah. Free things. Things things which cost people two ninety nine a month are free. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this is the type of shit that the UK wanted to stop. I think they could see this. They're like, well, they're going to be able to do stuff here. Essentially, the people from the UK are going to be able to... They're going to go to Sealand and do shit that they can't do. Get Netflix for free, <laughs> basically. That's basically the main use of it. That's how, that's how I see it. <laughs> but it got, it got a little bit shady because they uh, issued lots of passports out to, to citizens over the years. And unfortunately, like with any passport they've been forged and used around the world by organized criminal gangs for opening bank accounts and laundering money and the banks are just like you know they're just well it's a passport from sealand yeah, and yeah that country does exist and as far as we know this is a legit sealand passport yeah but because people don't recognize it as being legit even though it is they were using it to launder shit have you ever heard of pirate bay it was like a file sharing website 
No. It's but, a, yeah, it was... Internet, you mean? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like music, songs, games, software, that sort of shit. Right. They, they wanted to buy Sealand in 2007 because of, like, you know, they wanted to dodge the, the copyright laws. And Prince, uh, Prince Michael said, uh, you can have it for £600 million. Pounds. Right, yeah. Obviously, that didn't go through. It's a bit too greedy there. I don't know, man. It's a country. To be fair, I, I would have took 50. 50 million? Quite easily. <laughs> yeah. I've gone off to Essex, Essex and got myself a nice mansion and gone, do you know what? I'm happy with that. <laughs> They've got a website as well. It's called sealandgov.org and you can buy titles to become lord or lady, dutch or duchess. You can buy be a knight of the realm, get coat of So on. you can buy yourself a passport in a way. I think, yeah. Well, Ed Sheeran apparently, he's a baron of Sealand. He's suddenly got a lot cooler. <laughs> he's a baron of Sealand. I love it. I think we should be honorary dukes. Yeah, well, you know. If if our podcast gets famous and they're willing to uh, um, offer us some sort of uh, you know entrance to their country as a passport, you know you could be a citizen. Yeah, I'd, I'd stay a week if that was a rule or something. I don't know what the rule is for for getting a passport. By the sound of it, you can just buy one. But I mean, you uh, can't buy one now. No, no right? No. Okay, you can become a Dutch or so you can be like you get a title. Mm. Someone, come on, Princess Charlotte, come on, man. I know you're listening. Hit us up, man. Do you want your own national podcast? Yeah, yeah. We could, we could do we could do um, we a could robots do for eyes. Uh, you be yeah the podcast of Sealand. Sealand's robots for eyes. Eyes for robots. So, uh, so like any nation, sport is popular. Okay. So it's the first official athlete was Darren Blackburn of uh, Ontario from uh, obviously in Canada. This mm-hmm. is in two thousand and three, um, and Darren Blackburn represented Sealand in a few like, local running events and marathons cross country. They've got a few athletes in various disciplines, including curling, mini golf, <laughs> football, fencing, ta- table football. They've even got a, ro- a roller derby team called Team Sealand Roller Derby or TSRD. They've got not. Have they got enough people to have a, 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 a like a international football team? They have an international football. Oh, team. good, good, good. I thought they would do. I it's thought that would have been one of the first ones they would have gone for. It's got its own football associ- association called the Sealand National Football Association. It's got its own stadium. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're not recognised by FIFA, but they can fuck off. Yeah, the, the matter, it's still a country. Yep, they're pl- still allowed their right to go into the fucking World Cup if they want to. They've played international matches. and Mate, they've played against an all-star lineup from Fulham at a charity football event. And oh, they lost, cool. They lost 7-5, unfortunately. Not bad, though. 7-5. Good, good game. I'll tell you what, that would be a good game to... I'd pay to watch that. Yeah. I'd pay 40 quid to watch that. Definitely. Except for the 40 quid for Sealand like... Sealand versus Fulham. Nil-nil or something, yeah? Sealand versus Fulham. A, a dude called Michael Martella, he represented Sealand in the Kung Fu World Cup and came second, win- winning a silver medal. In the World Cup? Yes. So Sealand <laughs> got, got got a silver medal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. But it gets better, mate. In, in July 2008, uh, they had like, two representatives yes. called uh, Mark Wright and Emma Haggerty and they won the... World Egg Throwing Championship. <laughs> Brill. So the, the Sealand's got a gold medal for got World Egg Throwing. They're world champion. They're first and second in the world. They're first in the world at egg throwing and they're second in the world in Kung Fu. Brill. I love fucking it. Fucking ninjas as yeah. well. In other words, they throw an egg in your face and then they Kung Fu you down. You're dead, man. So once you're blinded by the egg. They, they held a skateboarding competition out in the ocean yeah. which was sponsored by Red Bull. So it's just getting plane. more. They built a fucking cash, ramp. Money, money, cash. Yeah, it's fucking brilliant, mate. They built their own ramp and everything. And like a geezer called Kenton Cool, which is well, prob- pretty I mean, cool. He, <laughs> he uh, planted a Sealand flag at the summit of Everest. 
It's brilliant. Love it. So Sealand have actually got to the top of Everest. Yeah, man. That is fucking awesome. They're Kung Fu World cha- Second in the world at Kung Fu. They'll throw an egg further than anybody on the planet. Yeah, apparently Anyone. so. You, you know when you know certain countries are good at stuff? So, for instance, like you know that Holland are good at like a fucking hockey. Is it, you know what I mean? Or, you know, they're just naturally good at it for some reason. And certain countries are naturally good at stuff and all that. Um, you know, it, it's... it's it, it, Sealand are naturally good at throwing eggs now. Fucking the bollocks, mate. They are the best in the world, eh? And, you know, if you want someone who's good at throwing eggs, get someone from Sealand. <laughs> yeah. They're like, they're like Steve Backley. They've got loads of room to practice. They're like Steve Backley, but, uh, you know, it's not. <laughs> it's epic, in it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is loads on Sealand. I hope this has just sort of sparked your interest. Um, yeah, do do have a little look. There's a few documentaries out there. And there's, uh, bet you there's so many more funny pieces of shit out there I, I hope that I've cu- I've got it as as accurately as I can there's a lot of conflicting information but um yeah man that's Sealand Booyaka Shack good old Sealand you can't beat that shit it's brilliant isn't it yeah that's fucking awesome so there you go people yeah so um well, <laughs> who who won the competition Hancock Hancock yeah so congratulations to you mate you got a um, I think it's the first piece of art which has been given out. Yeah, uh, a robots for eyes um, Rob special art piece here. Yeah, maybe Tom will do one, and then I can do one. We can just keep rotating <laughs> shit. Yeah, you will keep giving them away. <laughs> or we can do do half of one, and then we, uh, you can do half, and I can do half. Yeah, my laptop because my laptop's completely fucking dead as well. It's dead now forever since the cat poured water on it. I'm using Hannah's at the moment. Yeah, the cat poured water on it. I might chop the fucker in half and then. Someone can have half a laptop as well, yeah. half of an apple, <laughs> and then have half the other apple as the next prize. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, or quarter it or something. Just send your segments of a laptop through the post. Just keep cutting it in half each time. <laughs> Bring it down. Buy so stickers, everyone. Yeah, get some stickers in us. Yeah, yeah. Um, you could either enter the competition, which is obviously share the um, post that we'll put on Facebook of the next episode. Uh, you can share stuff, obviously, of all the other stuff. But what we what we tend to do is. The episode sharing, we that's where the competition is, basically. Yeah. But share everything. I mean, if you want to share this on this day shit, you can. Yeah, that's what we that. You know what I mean? All involvement Do, is good. Yeah, it helps us big time, uh, puts us out to a bigger audience, and, and you know, you know, people like us, hopefully. We've got a few swap casts coming up soon as well with the snipers and, and others. Yeah. Um, that's pending laptop repairs. And, and obviously, and, uh, and money negotiations. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, snipers. If you want your ass kicked again in some sort of competition, you have to pay this time. Unfortunately, yeah, so, you know we're, we're too good for this now. <laughs> Wicked people, thanks a lot for listening. Yes, yes. Uh, have a look at Sealand. Just fucking look into it. It looks awesome. It's fucking incredible. And we'll catch you all next week. Yeah. Have a good one, everyone. Bye. See you later. Bye. <laughs>